Mendocino County Remembered. Oral histories collected and published under the auspices of the Mendocino Historical Society for the American Bicentennial in 1976. Read by Linda Pack. Today, from Boonville, the recollections of Ernest Everett Sharkey Rawls, born January 27, 1897. Uh, Boonville was a very isolated community until about the 1920s. One young fellow wanted some adventure, so he got on a tan oak bark wagon and went over to Largo, which is on the Northwestern Pacific Railroad. And he went down as far as Cloverdale. Then he got on a train, and he went back up to Ukiah. And from there, he hitched a ride back home. Now, that's a triangle of about 30 by 30 miles. Well, when he got home, he said... By gosh, if the world is as big the other way as it is the way I went, she's a whopper. Well, at one time, Joe Rawls, that's Joseph Rawls II, that's my dad's older brother, was written up in the Oakland Tribune newspaper. He'd gone back east for the Civil War. It was rumored that he was a bushwhacker. And when he came back out west, he got off the ferry boat in San Francisco carrying a carpet bag. Guy come up and grabbed the bag. Now in those days, you see, each hotel had its own conveyance, and there was a lot of competition to pick up paying customers. And the coach driver picked up the bag, and Joe says, put it down. But the driver didn't want to take no for an answer. So finally, Joe pulled out his big Colt Army forty-four cap and ball revolver. We didn't point it at the guy. He just scratched his ear with it to show he meant business. And the driver commenced to holler. And a cop come across the street to see what was happening. And the driver yelled, This man is carrying a concealed gun. And the cop looked at Joe and said, Hell, it's not concealed. I can see it. And walked away. Well, the same Joe Rawls was a stagecoach driver after he settled in Anderson Valley. And at one point, maybe late 1871, some fellas held the stage up when it was on its way up from Cloverdale. The stage coaches, you see, carried cash boxes with the payrolls for the mill towns on the coast. And when the bandits stopped the stage, old Joe dropped off from the opposite side of the wagon from where the hold-up men were. That would be the uh, shotgun seat. And walked around the stage, got the drop on them. He was pretty good two-gun man himself, and he had killed a man up in Idaho. Anyway, he said, I know who you boys are, now go on home. If you don't, I'll blast you. That's just what he said, and they went on home. And one of the hold-up men was some relation to Joe's wife's people named Gibbons. Now, old Joe was invited to dinner with the Gibbons by his brother-in-law one time soon after this hold-up attempt. Well, I guess the guy arrived there at the same time, and I suppose he thought that Joe was planning to turn him in. So he came around the corner of the house, and he opened up on Joe as he was coming up the walk and knocked him down. And then he turned and run. Joe was shot through the lung. By that time, Joe had got his revolver out, and the guy ran around the corner of the house, and Joe fired. The bullet hit the corner of the house right about where his ear would be. It just missed him. I can remember seeing the splinters on the corner of the house. 
Well, after Gibbons had shot Uncle Joe, he ran out in the woods. Everybody was looking for this guy. A big posse was formed. Later they caught him. He told my father that at one point he was hiding in a hollow log, and some of the members of the posse had sat on top of the log, taking a break, talking while he was inside it. Well, Uncle Joseph, he lived quite a long time after that. While he was recovering from the bullet wound, he was reading in bed one night. And a breeze come up and blew the curtain over the coal oil lamp, setting it on fire. Joe jumped up trying to put the fire out, and he had a hemorrhage, and he died. Other than that, he was getting along all right. Probably would have lived. He died in January 1872 at the age of 29. His grave marker can be seen in the Boonville Cemetery. You've been listening to the recollections of Ernest Everett Sharkey Rawls. To learn more about Mendocino's rich past, visit any of our county's many excellent museums, libraries, and historical societies. A full listing of Mendocino County remembered episodes and selected audio archives can be found at lindapack.net. Mendocino County Remembered is produced by Mary Eigner and Linda Pack for KZYX and Z.